What's up, fam, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 112. Whee! We are recording on Tuesday, August 17th, I think that's right, 2021. Today, I am joined by Angie Stellar Smalls. How's it going, Angie? Good, good. Okay. Getting over the sickness, but feeling better. You're not down with the sickness? Not anymore. You are down with sickness. You're no longer. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That's a very mm, deep cut example, I guess, of music that maybe never should have existed that I enjoyed it once, once upon a time. Yeah, I agree. There's certain music that's just best left in your teen years, and that's definitely one of them. Disturbed. Yeah. Anywho, we're going to not talk about probably music a ton today. We are going to talk about what we're playing as well as... Xbox Game Pass lineup, uh, yet another Cyberpunk patch dropping soon that sounds kind of exciting, as well as some other things. But before we get into that, we'll get into the lowdown. If you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question you want us to weigh in on, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Podcast. If you don't use Twitter, you can send us an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. <laughs> Lastly, you can go to... You can call us at 507-291-2991 and leave us a voicemail, which we will finally get to answer Gabe's question that he sent us like two or three weeks ago. Uh, and we haven't been able to align the stars for Angie and I to both be on the podcast until today. That's right. Anyway, uh, you can also check out our uh, previous issues of our Substack articles, uh, mngamers.substack.com if you want to go check that out. With that all said and done, let's get into what we're playing. Angie, do you want to lead us off? I've been playing a lot. Yeah, I see that. Since, especially since being on here, like I get, like I said, I feel like it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. But so, quick little story. My, I've been watching some uh, Castle. That show, Castle, if you've ever seen it. I've heard of it. It's a good show. Um, anyway, so I've been, I got the um, the season packs from eBay. I got all of them, one through eight. Anyway, so I've been watching them on my Xbox. And I one day I just put in a new disc because, you know, on to the next set of episodes. And it started making like this grinding sound. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I stop, I pull it out, check the disc, nothing, put it back in. It's still making the sound. And I was like, well, I'll just try an Xbox disc. So I put in Black Ops 3 because I haven't played that in a long time. And I was like, well, let's just try it out. It, it worked, but it was still making that grinding sound. I ended up just getting frustrated with playing, trying to play Castle on the Xbox, so I ended up playing Black Ops 3 a lot. A lot of multiplayer in Black Ops 3. Um, so you just let, you just, the grinding is just still there and it's still... It's still there and it's it just... it plays fine? It, it plays games fine. It won't play Castle now. It says cannot read oh. the disc. So I did some research and it looks like I'm going to have to replace the, the laser within the, the, the disk drive. Oh. 
So I, um, I didn't have all the tools for it. So I ordered more and I'm going to be this weekend. I'm going to be taking apart my Xbox and replacing the disc drive. Ooh, fun. That Yay. sounds exciting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because the daughter board is within the disc drive. So I have to solder off a couple of wires and then put them back on, solder them back on Oh. to sit, keep that same daughter board. So do you own a soldering iron and or solder? Both, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that was a stupid question. Who doesn't have those <laughs> things just laying around their house? Always, yeah. yeah. I, just, I like to tinker around with stuff all the time. So I, I have miscellaneous tools for miscellaneous things, and I always take stuff apart and put it back together oh, when, cool. when it's broken. Like, I, I take it apart, the Amazon Kindle that I have, and take it apart phones since I can remember. All nice. The um, but anyway, fun. yeah, long story, but yeah, so I've been playing a lot of multiplayer Black Ops 3, which has been fun. Um, I've been playing a little bit of um, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. How's that arm doing? Oh my god. So like, I'm stuck at um, the Sea of Corpses. It sounds amazing, so... You Sounds know, terrifying. Everybody wants to be there. It's it literally is a sea of corpses. So you have walls, cliffs, I guess, almost of just corpses all around you, and just they're like making motions, and you're crawling through blood. It's great, and then there's just waves and waves of enemies coming at you, like miscellaneous, not so. Um, hard ones and then all of a sudden you get the bigger bosses and then it's sprinkled in some more of the little guys so you're getting attacked all the time mm -hmm. I just uh, and I keep dying and I don't want to keep dying because that stupid darkness grows on your arm and I was like well motherfucker, if I keep going yeah, the darkness is going to grow and it'll start all over again because there's no way to get it to retract right it, <sighs> it only grows you can't yeah. like take something or find something to make it not go away, right? Or make it. I go wish away. I would drink the blood if, as that sea of corpses, if I if it would remove the darkness. But no, no such options. No such options. So I mean, I also missed like two or three lore stones, and if I want to get that achievement, which I'm sure there is one, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But I also don't want to go through all that I went through to get there. <laughs> Again. Yeah. No, I hear you. So we'll see how that goes. I just, there's a, it was a good stint where I just played and played and played. And I was like, I, I can't stop. I can't keep dying. So I just needed to like walk away. You know, those moments you just need to walk away and you come yep. back and then you beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those moments that I need to do. So I will do that at some point. But after getting frustrated with that, I have been playing a little bit of um, Breath of the Wild again. <laughs> can't get nice. away from that game it's like your happy place it it, it really is Nothing um like I, I like it though i mean it's fun i i've been doing the trial of the sword i think it's called um it's off of the dlc so i've been doing that and getting frustrated with that instead but that i don't have darkness growing on my arm i have to start from the very very beginning so i don't care isn't that the one where you actually do have to start from the beginning every time you die so the trial of the sword it has um the the start the start trials or the beginning trials and then no. it has the middle trials and then the final trials so after each 
third. So like the start trials, oh. if you finish them, you can save it. And you don't have to do all those over again. But like, gotcha. I'm, I'm starting the middle one. But if I get, you know, halfway through, I can't just start halfway through. I have to go all the way back to the beginning and then whatever. So, gotcha, gotcha. Fun. Yeah. And then um, Sonic the Hedgehog is just one of those classic games that's just mindless stuff that you can play. What are you what are you playing that on? On the Switch. Oh, right on. Do you just did you just buy it or what? I found it. I was just searching through the Nintendo store and I was like, I didn't know this was available and I want it. And I had like extra money left over from a different game that I had purchased. Yeah. Like a long ago. So and then it covered everything. So I was like, sweet. Nice. Get. Have you played like, Sonic Mania? No. You I should haven't. play that one. That's apparently really good. Is that on the Switch as well? I think so, yeah. Sweet. It's probably not as cheap as Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was, I'm guessing, but it's probably I think not. it's pretty reasonably priced. I think when it came out it was like twenty bucks. And I know a lot of Sonic fans like those. So yeah. I was just looking at Oh, okay, cool. Um does it have like all of them? I need to know this now. Oh, Nintendo Switch. There it yep. is. Mm-hmm. There she blows. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm getting that. Do it. Yeah. It just looks fun. But um, yeah, been playing all those stuff, all those things. Well, speaking of old games that make you feel good, I've been playing Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah? The remastered version, the trilogy, you know, came out a couple years ago, two, three years ago, something like that. And I yeah. slowly make my way through them. I beat the first one. I never played them when I was younger and I do like all platformers, including 3d platformers, which is what this is. And mm-hmm. I'm on the second one, which is, uh, I can't remember. So Spyro to Spyro or something. I don't know. It's yeah. called, it has a subtitle, but it's, it's good. It, uh, it's fantastically remastered to the PS4. It looks fantastic for what it is it's just fun to kind of mindlessly it's a good podcast game where you can just like throw in your headphones and listen to music or listen to a podcast and just go around collecting gems and doing random things there's not like a story that's uh too enthralling to pay attention to or anything so you're just going through and collecting things it's uh it's rather fun yeah that sounds really fun actually yeah it's one of those fun games where you just need to like i do you sometimes for games when you play them are there some games where you just do that where you just play them just you know just to get away from everything else that mindless just play things yeah that's like do that what, sometimes. yeah well because after you and i talked about it actually i think the last time you and i uh hosted together was when i right after i had finished uh Etern- returnal oh, and yeah. like that game was really good and I still sometimes go back to it because it's so addicting and uh but like that game like owned me for the time that I was playing it and it's nice to like not be so enthralled with something that you uh feel compelled like when you're not playing it you want to be playing it like it uh yeah. encompasses the majority of your thoughts and stuff like Whereas Spyro, I'm just like, oh, okay. You mean I have to turn this off now and go do some, do some adulting things? Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to have that. Um, and then I watched the uh, Nintendo Indie Showcase this morning and learned that Axiom 2 just kind of 
or Axiom Verge 2 just kind of shadow dropped on during that kind of it was really weird to me because I feel like that game is a lot bigger than uh, what uh, attention Nintendo was willing to give it during the indie showcase because I really enjoyed the first one it's very much like a Metroid game from probably like the 16-bit era like I could probably most like compare it mostly to like uh, Super Metroid on the SNES. Yeah. So, uh, but obviously of its own thing. So again, 2D platformers are just kind of in my wheelhouse. So uh, really enjoyed the first one, but haven't gotten, I just downloaded the second one today and I'm excited to kind of get into it because I have been playing uh, Metroid Zero Mission on my Game Boy Advance SP and still chugging away at that. And it's, uh, it's fun. I like beat the main game where you beat Mother Brain and then I don't know if this was in the original game, but you get like abducted by pirates while you're leaving, like space pirates while you're leaving. And then that's so awesome. Yeah, pirates. and these, but the space pirates are like these, like bipedal crab-looking things that shoot lasers at you and they fuck you up. Like if they hit you like four times, you're dead, and they like relentlessly chase you. So it's kind of stealthy. It turned into. So it's really, it's rather difficult. Um, so I'm kind of slowly making my way through that, but I'm hoping, I'm kind of glad I got Axiom Verge too, because that'll give me a reason to like pick up my Switch again and carry that around with me. So, um, but yeah, I, the Metroid games on GBA are cool. And if you want to read about how uh, old the GBA feels, you can check out our Substack articles, because I wrote about that this month or later. So um yeah, but that's all I've been playing. For the most part, there's some things I'm looking forward to, but uh, yeah. Well, what do you say we get into some news? news we wanted to go over the xbox game pass lineup for this month which is pretty sweet uh outside of the normal awesomeness that it already has i thought uh star wars jedi fallen order was already on there but maybe it was only through ea play or no i don't know i, I think that says for cloud oh for cloud i gotcha mm-hmm because not all of them are one-to-one. That's still really hard. And this isn't a criticism, really, but the there's not a lot of parity between what's available on cloud versus PC versus console. And I wish that were not the case, and I wonder why it is. Because it seems strange to me, the games that they decide to put on PC versus console versus cloud. Rather than I'm just wondering if it's it. the way that it's played. Um, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure because um, I'm thinking of a, like a, a programming aspect. If maybe you need to have a certain certain things for which buttons to press, or I don't know, for EA Play, I guess you would. I would imagine that they would have just released it at the same time as you like on the console, but I don't know. I don't know, but um, I don't know yeah, so I was what? thinking the same thing when I seen the list. Um, so. 
17th today, Tuesday, they're releasing Humankind on PC, Need for Speed, Heat via Cloud, um, Star Wars Battlefield, Battlefront 2 Cloud, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on the Cloud. Um, but, you know, that's all Cloud stuff. I'm sure there's some people that play it or a lot of people that play it. But for me, I'm still console playing. So what I'm excited about, uh, like, a, yeah, really excited about is August 19th. So on Thursday, um, recompile is cloud console PC, train SimWorlds 2, whatever, cloud console PC, 12 minutes. Because this was showcased, I believe. Yeah. And I talked Are about you... it some podcasts ago. Yeah. They did a kind of funny last week, did a interview with the developer for this game because it's been in development for a really long time. And it sounds super interesting. I don't really get into like, it, this isn't a point and click adventure game, but it definitely strikes me as like more of an adventure game, which I just mm -hmm. generally don't really get into those. So I'm not as stoked for it, but it definitely, I could see where if that was kind of your, uh, your cup of tea like how you would really be looking forward to it because it does look really cool and it's like a murder mystery kind of thing where you're trying to figure out what exactly happened you know what i mean yeah it's this it's a guy trapped in a time loop right and yeah. you're just trying to figure out what the hell pretty much yeah um, and each but playthrough james is mcavoy and william defoe is in it yeah each playthrough is 12 minutes like in real time and then the loop starts over yeah. And you're trying to like convince right. people or figure out what happened before the police get there to like arrest your wife or something like that. I don't, but yeah, it looks and sounds really cool. I, uh, did you ever play yeah. Psychonauts? The first one? No. The first Psychonauts game? No. It was really good. I'm mm -hmm. actually kind of excited for this one. I don't, I might play it on my PS5. Yeah, I might actually just try it on game pass and then buy it for my ps5 if i uh like it but um I, it's been a long time since i've played psychonauts one because that game came out forever ago shit i think i was still like in pharmacy school when that game was released but uh it's it's fun it the way it uh and i've heard this one is really good too it has like a pretty good underlying message about just kind of like being yourself and understanding who you are and being okay with it and that kind of thing, which I'm always um, all about. So, uh, yeah. yeah, weird Xbox keeping it coming in now with, well, I guess these aren't really exclusives because Psychonauts 2 is coming to, I think 12 minutes might be an exclusive. Yeah, but in Psychonauts 2 isn't because it's coming to, I don't know if it's day and date on the PlayStation, but it's close. Um, yeah, yeah, I was just double checking. Oh, Xbox yeah. Okay, so it. I've seen it. I've played it. The first one. Yeah, it's good. I was, I was just re I was just re looking at it. I think um, it's probably available. Yeah, on and then other stuff. Okay. Would matter. Or, I would um, imagine so if they're if they're allowing Psychonauts too. I mean, well, now that. Double finds a first party Xbox Studio. I bet you could go play Psychonauts without having to buy it just on xcloud i bet or not xcloud on game pass i'm guessing it's on there i i'm gonna have to look because i was going to um once my tools come today i was gonna take apart my xbox so i was going i could probably 
check that out before I take it apart. Um, but other things that I've seen coming out here, Mist, oh, that sounds so familiar. Mist. Oh, Mist is on, old um, school. Is it? Yeah, speaking of so point and click adventure games. I don't know, people still get stoked. Is that about what that is? I think if it's the original Mist, I don't believe it was ever remade, but it it's looks like it. Super old school. I, I, I mean, that game's really fucking old. That was like Sierra Publishing, I think. 1993? Uh, yes, yes. That was like my, I remember playing that on my first PC. Is that, am I right? Is it Sierra? Was it Sierra? I don't think they, they don't exist anymore, but. Uh, I the publisher? Yeah. I'm probably wrong, but anywho. Cyan Worlds. Also. Um, I was just wondering, like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, also coming out this month are the, uh, that extended version of Ghost of Tsushima comes out in on the 20th, which is Friday, I think, for Sweet. PlayStation. So that'll be cool. And then the Avengers Black Panther thing comes out today, which is kind of cool. They're just, we're kind of hitting that, um, even though it's not fall and I hate it when people say it's that fall time because it's not fall time because it's still nice outside. Uh, mm -hmm. But we're hitting that point where some of the games of fall are starting to drop, which is kind of cool. Kind of sad because it makes me think of summer ending, which I always hate, but, you know, such is life. Yeah, it's, uh, it's still going to be pretty warm, I feel like. So I don't... I still call it summer. It's still summer. It's not fall quite yet. Yeah, agreed. Um, I don't. I don't know why people do that. And somebody told me that it's going to be an absolutely really cold and snowy winter. So we'll see how that actually plays out. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I got to get out there and do some cross country skiing. You know, gotta Seriously? you gotta find reasons. Yeah, you gotta find reasons to wear spandex in the in the winter time you know what i mean in the summer i got biking full of spandex winter is harder you got to be creative so it's true i just <laughs> i'm just I joking grew by the way cross-country skiing all well, i was gonna say i grew up cross-country skiing all the time and i wanted to last year and didn't get to well if you so want to go this year and i've talk to everybody I know and they're like who cross-country skis let's go downhill and I'm like yeah I don't feel like breaking bones today I kind of just want to chill it out yeah but nobody does well, you can really. go I'm gonna start a cross-country ski group because I know a bunch of people who want to do it so now you're another one of them do you well we'll talk about this different time nobody listening cares about our cross-country skiing probably and hopefully now yeah, they have yeah, a mental we'll image of me wearing spandex that. Uh, also, um, Chris wanted to talk about this. Uh, apparently, Metal Gear speedrunning is a thing of the original Metal Gear Solid, rather. Not the original Metal Gear, but the original Metal Gear Solid. Uh -huh. And apparently, one of the uh, a Twitch streamer called Boba was playing the original game and noticed that when she got killed by something, it, like, let me, sorry, give me a second. Uh According to the game speedrunners, this new glitch can cut us cuts times by two and a half minutes, which to me was like, well, it's like a long game. Is that really that big of a cut? But it's a speedrun, so yeah. I yeah, guess I would say if you're speedrunning through it, it's a big deal. Yeah, 
speedrunners took to Discord and Reddit to try to figure out how to eventually realize that it was, it's performed by making Snake stand against the door at a certain angle and aim his gun at a guard. Mm-hmm. So it's just this like super esoteric thing that uh, we uh, they just she did just like randomly happened upon, and then a bunch of people tried it to figure out how they did it. I don't know. I I get. Yeah. By the way, we pulled this article uh, from Chris Scullion over at BGC. And then the previous one that we talked about, I'm so bad at doing this when I host, uh, we pulled the Xbox Game Pass lineup from uh, Kotaku. But anyway, uh, they I just don't know how speedrunners can do it. Like It's just playing games over and over again and using the most mundane details to figure out how to you just really i mean i love metal gear solid i love it but i can't imagine playing it to that extent you just the amount of like meticulousness that's needed to do that is insane to me yeah it's uh and she just happened to it seemed like she just happened to do it just randomly because she was just waiting to get through the door and then yeah just cut through a lot of stuff yeah so it's kind of kind of crazy how that happened yeah out of the blue um, next up, AJ's not couldn't make it today, but he and I were playing some Rocket League last week, and uh, I'm hoping we can keep that going because man, I forget how much fun that game is. Do you ever play Rocket League? Not on the regular; it's very, no. very random. But when I do play it, I'm a pretty good. That's uh, pretty awesome. Like I've scoring, you just get so excited. Oh yeah, I don't know why. I think I scored one goal the last time we played out of the just number of goals that we were, AJ and I were, AJ is certainly better than I am, um, but we were still being carried by our, by whomever the third member of our group was, was which was just yeah. some rando, like, um, but they were carrying us and we did pretty well, but I did note during, while we were playing, I was like, dude, this game looks fucking shitty. And then I had heard the uh, subsequent day or a couple days that uh, it still runs on Unreal Engine 3. So it's, and if you recall, we're on, I don't think games are yet released on Unreal Engine 5, but that, I think developers they're are They're being starting, made on it, though. Yeah, they're being Pretty made good. on it currently. So basically that's two generations of... Uh, physics engine removed from what you're developing your game in so that kind of explained why it looked like crap to me anyway but maybe that's not accurate but anyway to make this relevant uh angie pulled this article from taylor lyles over at ign that's starting tomorrow being tomorrow august 18th wednesday you can start playing rocket league ps5 at 120 hertz on your ps5 which is fucking sweet. Look at that. Yeah. Now I just have to figure out how to get games to uh, install on my PS5 hard drive for my for, like PS4 games to install on my PS5 hard drive. Because mm. when you have an external hard drive, it automatically defaults certain things to it. But anyway, um, yeah. So the free-to-play game will soon offer graphical settings and 120 hertz gaming on to PS5 owners. So that will be badass there's going to be a quality and performance mode which you can toggle via the game's settings menu because you know it wouldn't be an upgrade if we didn't have to choose between one of those two things 
And then when running in quality mode, uh, you'll get 4K resolution at 60 frames with HDR. So yeah, quite the upgrade. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. The um, performance mode will have it running at, let me see. So 2688 by 1512 at 120 frames. So that's 70% of 4K apparently. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's going to run really nice, but hopefully it sticks with it. I mean, because sometimes I would imagine that. Okay, so additionally, gaming in HDR's high refresh rate will require a compatible display and uh, HDMI 2.1 cable. Yeah. Which if you, I mean, if you have a PS5 and you used your, the one that came in the box, it was an H high-speed cable. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, why mention that if, unless people are using other cables. Or if they don't have a TV that supports it, I guess. You know, the bunch of silly sallies out there buying next-gen systems with 1080p TVs. Um, I don't know. I, I think that sounds pretty cool. I'm looking forward to trying that and figuring out how to get that to roll. And then lastly, because Angie's been playing a little bit of cyberpunk. She didn't talk about this this week because she gave it a little break, which can't say I blame her for that. Is it you said you took a break because it was a little bit too much like it was uh, like it got a little you, intense, a little too deep, like, yeah, a little too intense. Yeah, just only because, you know, playing Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, that already is like other people in your head, right? I mean, it's just because her voices are talking to her and she's trying to figure shit out. Yeah. And this one, you have Johnny Silverhands, the part that I'm at, trying to fuck with you in your conscience and you have to like, he's trying to like overcome yourself so then you will die at some point. So that's, it just felt like a lot. In the yeah. heat of the moment. And I was like, I need to stop just for a minute and then I'll come back. Take a break. Well, so, it sounds like you should. Too many people in there. Yeah. Start back up on it. Maybe give it a little bit because apparently Cyberpunk, we pulled this article from Polygon, Charlie Hall over at Polygon. Um, apparently <laughs> on Tuesday, which is today, they. Uh, released some patch notes detailing fixes for 85 quests and gigs. Uh, a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Uh, developer said the free, it's a free update headed to consoles, PC, and Stadia soon, but declined to provide a release date. Uh, this hmm. is known as patch 1.3, which is a substantial one that also is releasing the first of several DLCs. Um Free, free DLCs, right? Free DLCs, yeah, because mm-hmm. I think they would know better than to charge for anything else having to do with this game. Uh, At least for a little while longer. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of cool. I don't know. I feel like every patch has been uh, kind of welcomed in some ways and not in others. I don't know if you can speak to it really, but I, I remember people saying that when you commit a crime in the streets, like in the public, it always seemed like the cops were like right there right away. Even if like they spawned like right behind you or something, 
like just kind of apparated out of thin air to your location? Have you experienced anything like that or? I do not commit crimes, even in video games. No, I'm just oh. kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I haven't experienced that specifically because um, I was still trying to, I'm in the very beginning of the game. I don't even really think I got that far. So I'm just still trying to figure some things out. But I did notice some glitches as I was playing the game. And uh, like one of them, I was on a mission and Jackie walked right through my car. I'm like, okay, you're just going to walk through the car. That's fun. Sweet. Yeah. So he exactly. just like kept on walking. I was like, okay. All right here. then. Yeah, but there was multiple other ones that I've noticed, but I just assume that's just how the game is at this moment, and they are working on fixing said glitches in yeah. the meantime. But so I just, as long as I can play the game and it doesn't really affect it too much, I really don't care. I hear you. Right now. Yeah, it just kind of, if there is a level of immersion in a game, it certainly will take you out of it um, quickly, I feel like, especially when you're talking about games that are going for those like deeper emotional tones and then mm-hmm. when you like are feeling that particular way and then your guy like t poses or the person you're talking to does or somebody kind of just appears out of thin air kind of yeah. breaks your immersion which i think is probably one of the bigger things but it's hard i feel like those games are prone to that just because they have so much going on that even i know this is old but like fallout three and four still had those issues. You know, it's like a hard oh, thing to Yeah, I don't know that they were ever completely not broken. Like, I'm sure they would release in a more broken state than they ended up in by the time they were all said and done with them. But, uh, you know, when they were, were released, they were, they were not... Shit went wrong in them. And yeah. you know, so how many... Like, if you... To this day, if you search skyrim glitches like i guarantee you on the nintendo switch version which just released like in the last couple of years there's probably several skyrim glitches and that's that game's seven years old well oh, no, yeah. nine years old 2012 yeah. i think it released so um the big glaring omission from this announcement that cyberpunk or that cd project red have had about cyberpunk 2077 was the uh lack of any details from them about PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and whether or not that's coming anytime soon. Because if you remember, they did release like a timeline or what do they call that? A roadmap for this year earlier on, like I think in January or February they did. And uh, it included a launch of the next gen versions of Cyberpunk sometime this year. So um we still haven't heard anything about that. And I'm kind of waiting. Angie actually has my copy because she might as well enjoy it. All <laughs> I can't because I'm waiting for the PS5 version to launch. So um, anyway, it's still kind of cool news for people waiting to play this game. I don't I don't. It's weird if you're not if you're thinking about starting cyberpunk, like when is the point that would people would be like, oh, okay, I'm going to jump back in now. I guess this one has free DLC, so um, maybe that would be a good reason to jump into it. I don't know. I'm personally waiting till the PS5 version. Angie and I think this 
they're saying it will hopefully be soon, but they didn't, again, they didn't give an actual release time. So we shall see. Yeah. I'm but hoping I'm kinda, that it comes out sooner rather than later, but um, yeah, it says that impression. it's out, but I don't think that's correct. No, it's not. Uh, I don't think we could check there. Um, oh yeah. It says the most recent patch version 1.23 went live in June. But yeah, they don't give a release date. But anyway, kind of cool. Look for it. Kind of excited to hear what from Angie what it um, has. Jeez, have you ever read these patch notes? Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. This, this is like the longest document I've seen in my life. <laughs> Who has to type this stuff? God, these poor people that have to like constantly be documentation yeah it even denotes like each uh what uh what they fixed in each uh quest or whatever oh the list of changes holy shies yeah right it's crazy i've never seen people i think they do it because i think the gamers you know probably mentioned it or like as they're trying to fix stuff they've noticed it but they want to specifically note this is where what was fixed and where yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you, so, like, spray paint removed the relic malfunction effect during the conversation with Brendan. So, like, very specific. Yeah. If you if you want something to look forward to on PlayStation, NPCs will no longer speak after being killed. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. I that's guess hilarious. that's too funny. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cool. It's cool that they're dedicated to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I think that was it, right, for news? I yeah, believe. that's uh, all we got. All right, let's answer. Let's see if I can find this voicemail that Gabe wrote in for you. Are you nervous, Angie? About the voicemail? Yeah. I mean. No, maybe. not at all. I don't think. <laughs> no. If it's about uh, a game, then no. Let's see. Really hope AJ's editing this. Mm-hmm. Gonna finish Hellblade. What's up, you bunch of normal gamers? I got a question for you. Is Angie ever gonna finish Hellblade? Send you a sacrifice? Are we gonna hear what she thinks about the end of that game? Also, are the rest of you going to play it? I promise it doesn't get that scary towards the end. Let me know. This is Gabe Paul, by the way. I enjoy your shows. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I like how he called in sounding totally lurky. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. Well, Angie, are you ever going to beat it? I sure hope so. Because if I, <laughs> if I, if the darkness grows and at the start from the beginning, I don't know when it's going to be finished. But so far, I'm at the. Um, hold on. Okay, so I'm at the Sea of Corpses. And as far as I know, once I get through that situation, just call it that, then I go on to Helheim and then to Hella's Sanctum. And Hella Sanctum is, I'm assuming, the end. So we'll see what happens. 
I'm, I do, I just want to finish it because I don't think I'm that far off, but the Sea of Corpses is just kicking my ass right now. Once I get through that, we'll, we'll see what the next part is like, but yeah, I just, I hope I can finish it. I want to finish it. It's not like I want to start a game and never finish it. Yeah. I mean, who, who does that? It's weird. I took. Oh, I think tons of people do. You'd be surprised. Oh, just... Like if you ever look at like the, like the number of people that finish a game, it's like, I don't think it ever reaches 50%. It's almost always like really low. Right. Well, but... I, this one I want to finish. I want to see what it's going to be like. Cause I do want to know what the end's like, especially with what I've already been through with this game. Yeah. But I, I just having played a little bit of it before and knowing how that sickness grows up your arm and shit. Like I totally 100% understand like your trepidation and going forward with it because it puts you in this like compromised feeling of like, yeah, I want to finish it, but I don't want to get disappointed because the sickness grows up my arm and I have to start the entire game all over again. Like it's, I don't know. I'm not saying they shouldn't have used that um, kind of, technique or tactic or whatever you want to call it but uh it certainly lends to lends itself to being like not making people or making people not necessarily want to finish it so right well it's like i want to play it but i don't want to continue to go i don't want to keep dying (laughs) go to the beginning of the damn game exactly so i'm like i'm stuck at a crossroads here yeah what's up with all the peer pressure gabe (laughs) (laughs) just kidding i do i will play it I really want to. Maybe I should buy it on my PlayStation so I'll actually play it. Because uh, mm-hmm. it is on there. Even though, but then the second one won't be. And then I'll have the same problem I had with Mass Effect where I played the first one on Xbox but then wanted to play the rest of them on my PlayStation and my character didn't carry over because that's not how things work. Yeah. So I should probably just sack it up, play it on my Xbox, especially because then I can play it wherever I want, whenever I want. Maybe. Anywhere I want. Yeah. So I'll just do that, I guess. Fine, Gabe. You peer pressured me into doing it. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that'll do it for the podcast this week. Um, again, if you want to submit a question like Gabe did, you can hit us up at 507-291-2991. And you can also email us at podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Follow us on Twitter at mngamerspodcast. You can uh, find previous issues of our Substack articles at mngamers.substack.com. And last of all, leave us a five-star review on whichever platform it is that you are listening to us on. That would be fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Angie, where can like people... like a male Siri. <laughs> where can people find you in? Uh, at Stellar Small. Um... At Stellar... All the things? Yeah, well... Yeah. Oh, did you ever... You don't... Well, did you ever create a playstation like did it make you create an account i'm more curious for my own knowledge it didn't make me i did guest but then i couldn't and there was something i couldn't do i think i couldn't like download updates or something so i was like well this is Uh, i'm just gonna make one so i did make one and it's still seller smalls so i could have guessed yeah (laughs) i must not be checking my friend invites very closely though because you haven't sent me a friend invite so that's weird uh i didn't because i was like i don't know if i should send invites out like Angie, I'm joking. Okay, good, because I got a little bit. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm totally just being an asshole for fun. Uh, fun for me, by the way. 
anyway, I am at Johnny Samsonite on Twitter and Nugtats on all the video game platforms, except for Switch, where I have the same annoying 16-digit code as everyone else. So hit us up there. Uh, AJ is at AJ underscore ID on Twitter, and Chris is at... VG Occasion. VG Occasion. That's right. I'm pretty I sure. I just want to call it Salty Sternum or something like that, because that's what he was <laughs> when we had him join, or when he joined the podcast. So I'll always remember. He'll always be Salty Sternum to me. Uh, but yeah, at BG Cajun on Twitter. And with that, we will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Yay.